0: Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to Fall in Love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Leah Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from our season in Bachelor in Paradise. She just got off the night train like James Brown. And like James Brown, she's got soul and she's super bad. It's Jacqueline Trumbull.
1: Yeah. Hey. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah?
0: You took a night train back night to train. New York. You were in you were doing an interview. Yes. For yes. grad school.
1: Yeah. I hopped on a train at ten thirty PM. Just to get here and talk about The Bachelor.
0: <laughs> and we're going to do it. <laughs> we're in it. So this was week five. Um, they were Thailand.
1: Yeah.
0: Heather's Chiron got changed from never been kissed to been kissed. If she had ever seen Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Goodfellas, <laughs> Goodfellas. She would have gone home singing, and then he kissed me. That's but a she hasn't. Song. She hasn't seen it, probably. <laughs> no. does, does Heather seem like somebody who likes uh, Goodfellas to you? You know does what, to like? be
1: honest. I've never seen Goodfellas. That's <laughs> fine. You don't seem like somebody who would like either. I'm not good cool enough either. That. So um, Heather, that's
0: okay. But you know the song.
1: Yeah. And then he kissed me. It's a good one. It's a great song. Yeah.
0: So she didn't sing that, but she could have. On the group date, they went into the jungle and dug for bugs. Uh, Cassie and Colton's date was so much making out that Colton may not be a virgin anymore. <laughs> um, and then during the group date, Anyeka beefed with Nicole for no good reason. And uh, it was so draining that Colton decided he'd had enough and was like, I'm out of here. We got it to be continued. So my first question for you, Mm. how do you think Colton did this week?
1: I don't even care. I hated this episode (laughs) so
0: much. (laughs) What did you hate about it?
1: Uh, I think it was, I I think we've seen absolutely every aspect of this episode before Mm a hundred times. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Some of this is me watching Elise's breakup and which I I give her a lot of credit for leaving and uh, we can definitely talk about that. But it's more just the fact that everything is filmed the same way. Everything Mm -hmm. is presented the same way that it takes nuances, I think, in in emotion and people's storylines and just m- melts them all together. And it's the same shit every single season. And the, I mean, digging for bugs, again. Yeah. The hotel breakup scene that is poorly explained, yeah. again. These girls throwing each other under the bus yeah. for no reason. Uh, this is the third time we have seen this this, this season. Yeah. It's just so stupid. It's
0: very repetitive.
1: Yeah, um, it honestly, I mean, I went through this experience and it felt very meaningful at the time. And when you watch it repeated back, like it's just as an assembly line mm-hmm. of, of story bits. It just feels like there's nothing, not like nothing ever actually yeah. mattered. I like him holding on to Lauren and Ari's story <laughs> to remember that this show actually does mean something. Because yeah. when I watch it, I'm like, this is complete just yeah. bullshit. Maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe while we're in it, we don't see it because <clears throat> it, right, it all goes through the the Bachelor of Fire. Yeah. And it all comes out, right, that's a very good point that it's, all the nuance gets flattened out. Yeah. It's like, sp- yeah, there's a hotel breakup every season and.
1: Well, not every season. But
0: it happens a lot, but they, and they're, the circumstances for those are always different, but yeah. they all feel the same in a lot of ways. Like it made me think of, I mean, yours was different. but even like it wasn't that, but that's
1: the thing is that the Elise's Elise, I'm sure, had very different reasons for leaving. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there was something behind it, though. like she may have had a commitment in a home or something because mm-hmm. it really didn't make any sense. yeah. in a in we'll a, talk we'll talk more about yeah, that, okay. that, was, that was weird, yeah. But I mean, even like like this whole wilderness date, it's like mm-hmm. every single bachelor that's ever been has wanted the same thing in women.
0: <laughs> they want
1: them to wear ball gowns at night uh-huh. and to get down and dirty and eat things uh-huh. during the day. Somebody who'll challenge them. right. It's like just creating this like archetype of the perfect female. and it's yeah. like, ugh.
0: <laughs> well, doesn't matter if Colton did well because it was the episode itself. I thought he did okay. <clears throat> i liked I liked his move of observing Aka and Nicole, but we'll. We'll get to that later. Yeah. After five weeks, are you getting a better sense of who some of these women are?
1: I guess. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I really liked Demi this week. Yeah. No surprise there. <laughs> for, for different reasons, I think, than I've liked her in the she past, actually. She was
0: good. Th- yeah. She seemed, since she wasn't kind of the focal point this yeah. week, she had kind of a, um, she was able to just kind of lay back and just kind of deliver commentary from the from the sidelines
1: you know what she does too she challenges gender norms yeah what'd she do which I, I don't care if I mean if you act you, I don't care who you are or how feminine you are or whatever but it is interesting I love the moment when she gave him those rings she's like I will always protect you and that would be mm. cheesy except that if I had Demi's protection I would feel good yeah <laughs> I would be like she, she means that
0: yeah she's like a like a like a tiny little blonde pitbull
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, I want Dem. I want that yeah. ring, Demi. <laughs> that's a that's a good point.
0: Yeah, you're right. That is. I didn't think of that, but you're right. That is. It's always like the gender norms are very strict usually on the show, and and the Especially man the season. man does the protecting, mm-hmm. and uh, the ladies are damsels in distress or whatever.
1: Yeah, this time Colton sees a snake and like cries. <laughs> Demi's like, I got this. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I just kind of felt like this week kind of saw us more character from some some like like who like Tasha in particular. Like Tasha has really emerged in the like past couple of weeks. I like Tasha too. And Tasha like we got nothing from Tasha for the first mm. um 3 weeks. Mm-hmm. And now she's kind of emerged as like oh, we like her a lot. She's mm-hmm. kind of seems like a like even like a potential bachelorette cuz like just in terms of she she seems like she has a kind of a you know diplomatic personality and she seems better at um And, well, the producers clearly like her. They're giving her, you know, props and stuff and, uh, you know, giving her some time. She's also very pretty. That might really be what it is. Is that just I noticed this week? I was like,
1: huh. Liam loves tasting. These girls
0: are all so beautiful.
1: It's almost like it's The Bachelor. Yeah, right.
0: And who else? I don't know. We saw a little bit more Cassie.
1: Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't think that the conversations this week held much content. No. So I don't know if I see more care. I mean, I still like these some of these people's vibes. Yeah. I, I also, though, at the same time, and this isn't fair. But the theatrics that keep happening this season make me resent the entire group of women. Like this whole this whole beef between Onyeka and Nicole is like it just reflects poorly on everyone for some reason. Because yeah. I just keep on <laughs> thinking like, oh, these women are young, or yeah. these like, and and this whole oh my god, the focus on like. Are we here for Colton? Yeah.
0: Well, okay. I have one more question for you. Okay, what? What was your first kiss?
1: Oh, my first kiss was a great story. I hit my first kiss was when I was 14. And my best friend, she was a girl, her name's Sam, and she had also never been kissed. Uh spoiler, this this story does not end with my first kiss being with Sam. That was my second kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. Okay, so we both felt really insecure about never having been kissed at fourteen, as if that was just some like as the old. As best wasn't
0: the normal time, right? To, uh, yeah,
1: but we were getting we were getting really freaked out about this. So, anyways, it, it was one of the first days when like our parents kind of let us go downtown mm-hmm. by ourselves. Exciting, so we were yeah. like exploring downtown, and we walked past this theater company that I used to I used to be in theater, and there was this kid named Shay who was a pretty weird kid, and he he was outside the theater company wearing. The blue coat that is worn by the beast in Beauty and the Beast because they were putting that on. He wasn't playing the beast, but he was wearing the coat. Cool and we were coat. like, hmm, Shay seems like pretty good prey. So we draw him out and we're running around downtown and then we hatch the plan that Shay will kiss both of us. So then we start like holding his hand and like flirting with him. And eventually we let him in on our plan. And at the bottom of my street, we're standing there waiting and he's like, who wants to go first? Um, we're like, you choose. So he chose me. <laughs> Uh, uh, I knew him a lot better. He was my sixth grade crush. Anyways, he uh, he went in to kiss me and I freaked out. Uh-huh. And then Sam was like, okay, I'll go. And I was like, no, bitch. So then uh, he was like, close your eyes. So then he kissed me and then I stood back and watched him kiss Sam. And I was like kind of jealous because she was like, she, had, she was with it enough to put her hand in his hair and Ooh. do that whole thing. Which was why when I was watching Heather, I was like, bitch, are you sure you've never been kissed? Because... That, she like knew what she was she doing. Knew what she was doing. Yeah. Whereas I was like absolutely petrified. Yeah. What was your first kiss?
0: Well, I the fact that your first kiss was a, in competition with another woman.
1: Well, it wasn't. It was collaborative. It I was, was collaborative. Yeah. But
0: there was another. There, yeah. It was. It was two women, one guy. Yeah. Do you think that set a set a <laughs> pattern for the rest of your life? Here.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I am. I am destined to always be competing with another woman for a man's love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my first kiss—it was the summer before eighth grade. Uh-huh. It was with my, Ooh, so you were uh, like twelve or thirteen. I was thirteen. Yeah. yeah. It was with my girlfriend at
1: mm-hmm. that time, mm.
0: um, who's still a very good friend. She's 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 a great girl. Yeah. Shout out to Maria. <laughs> um, and it so we hadn't seen each other all summer. Aww. We had just been you know talking on the phone.
1: That's been very hard and for on you.
0: Aim. It yeah. was hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then we unexpectedly saw each other at the. Uh, St. Peter's Church Bazaar, <laughs> okay. So Which is you know like this little fair in the church parking lot. Uh huh. And we went up into this little you know like little playground structure,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it happened. We had our first kiss. Wow. And I was so I had didn't know what to do, and I left my eyes open the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, for, I You know, I I just was so shocked. Well, did she kiss you first? I don't remember. I think it. You know, I th- think it was pretty. Mutual.
1: Had she ever been kissed before? No. Oh, I don't think so. Wow.
0: No, but yeah, I was. Just, I was like, I think I, I was just so. It was so new. I think I just wanted to see. I. I just wanted to kind of observe it.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um,
0: but it was nice. It yeah. was a good one. That structure is gone now. Oh, sorry. The church structure is gone. <laughs> it was down the street from my from the house where I grew up. Uh huh. My parents sold that house and they moved.
1: Yeah. I wonder if Time the beast on. jacket is still around.
0: Yeah, what's Shay up to?
1: Shay, Shay's a singer-songwriter now. Yeah, does some acting. Yeah, Shay Wigum? Uh, no, Shay from, Thompson from
0: Boardwalk Empire. His name is
1: actually Shenandoah. Shenandoah, and he's a very, very talented, very talented man.
0: Well, yeah, that's Shout a good plug. Shenandoah. Shout out to Shenandoah. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow, mm. tomorrow we're doing an Instagram. Well, you're doing an Instagram Q and A, right? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. Hmm. So send us some questions now to get us rolling. I imagine once you start, people will start sending you stuff. But to get the ball rolling.
1: Yeah, if not, I'm going to pay people to send me questions. We're so.
0: going to pay people. We're going <laughs> to George Soros this. Um, so follow TV Guide on Twitter and Instagram. Send us your questions. And, uh, and then we'll do some more next week. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Okay, we're back. Hmm. And we're going to talk about Heather's date. So do you think it's cool that Colton kissed Heather for the first time, knowing full well that he's
1: probably going to dump her in about two weeks? I mean, she has agency, too. She certainly does. And she knows she's probably going to get dumped. So sure. You know, I mean, I think it's good that she got this out of the way. And she got as good a story as she was possibly going to get. I mean, if he were wearing a beast jacket, (laughs) (laughs) that would have been a little better. But barring that. It's very hot in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's
0: yeah, true. I think you're. I think it's like a mutually beneficial, exploitative experience, mm-hmm.
1: right?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great. You know, that's that's a great first kiss. It's a great story. She has got Fireworks. on film.
1: Yeah, she did great. She did great. Yeah,
0: you know, it built and built for the whole.
1: All of their uh, conversation was sacrificed to it because they <laughs> they wanted to show that awkward sexual. Yeah. I don't even know if you can call it sexual. Yeah, really, just tension, awkward yeah. tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was like a thriller. It was like the kind of the thing where it's like building to the inevitable mm-hmm. thing, and they just they know that, so they just build the tension. It was great.
1: Yeah.
0: They they ate ice cream on this date, which I thought was interesting.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> usually, they, usually you don't see them eat. Nobody usually eats.
1: Oh yeah, except for Ari. Ari ate. Yeah. Did you did you eat during your date? A uh, little bit. I had had absolutely no sleep the night before because I was nervous, mm-hmm. so I had no appetite. But and also the only thing that we were served was escargot. Really?
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not even any pasta or anything, huh?
1: No, my date was like over though by midday. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Escargot. That's that's nice. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, could you imagine dating someone for eight months and not kissing them? No. Like Heather did. That's honestly the craziest thing i've ever heard i can't even Im- like i literally cannot imagine that
1: i also literally always kiss the guy first i cannot remember a time in the last five years that i haven't
0: yeah, you just just go for it
1: yeah i get tired of <laughs> what you know let's just get this out of the way right yeah. after you kiss them you can like spend the rest of the time feeling them up yeah you know <laughs> any awkward silence you have you can yeah. fill right so right yeah
0: I don't know, sometimes attention is kinda nice, but not for eight months. No. Good lord. All right. Um, so let's talk about Elise. That was like it was it was a weird thing. It was weird. And also like she couldn't really articulate exactly what the, the problem, problem was.
1: was. Well, I mean what made it weird was the timing. Like if you know that you can't do this thing like it's you know, whatever. She obviously she knew what she was signing up for, but you don't really know until you're in it. And yeah. so if, if if the story was I have found out that this situation cannot work for me so I'm gonna bounce then fine and and this is why I just feel like the editing was confused. it was confusing whether she was walking in there wanting validation from him wanting him to say like please don't leave at one point she's like I know that I can't give you what you want I can't give you a proposal and it's like you don't have to get proposed at the end of this show yeah you don't have I mean if he looks at you and says like, I need to get proposed at the end of this. So if you can't, then peace. Then that's one thing. But he didn't say that at any point. And he on he may have he may have said that, and it got cut. You never yeah. know with these things. So yeah, that was weird. I don't know why she didn't just wait a couple more weeks. I don't know why she thought she might get a one on one in Thailand. That made no sense. Yeah. But I just feel I, you know I feel bad. Like I f- I feel bad for myself that my <laughs> break. I just fe- I just felt very manufactured watching yeah. this one that was so similar. It's like. But but that made me feel bad for her too. I mean, she was obviously very moved and very upset. And um, I don't know what the real backstory was. She very well could have had some commitment at home mm-hmm. or something else going on, and it just got you know obfuscated. So
0: yeah, I think I think this sets her up <laughs> good
1: for Paradise. I mean, yeah, sure, she'll be on Paradise.
0: People really like her.
1: Mm-hmm. She looked great in her statement dress. That was also weird. <laughs> well, why? why are you put on a ball gown? (laughs) Because she knew she was going to go talk to him. She wanted to look good. But it's like, you know, if you're going to like a coffee date to break, you know, like normally when you break up with somebody, A, you don't want to make them feel as bad Mm -hmm. as possible by looking as good as possible. (laughs) And B, clothing is always supposed to be appropriate to the situation.
0: Well, it kind of like what it seemed like was she, it would seem like she she went there to get him to say like, all right, we'll call it off. The show is over. It's you. You're yeah. the one.
1: Um, <laughs> Maybe if I put on diamond earrings, yeah. we'll cancel the show halfway through, yeah. and no one will get their salaries in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which obviously that's not going to happen. No. So, but she'll get. Uh, she'll find. She'll find someone, and she could be the next. I mean, everybody always gets proposed to in paradise. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Too early to call, but I think we'll see her again. There was a group date. I yeah. think. How about this? I think uh, Jungle Joe should be the next Bachelor.
1: Was he the, the guy? He was the guide. Yeah. yeah. He was a handsome guy. I really wish they would just pull any man <laughs> from the outside world yeah. and put them in that position. Yeah. And just quit with some of their factory made tricks. Yeah. You know, do the whole damn season in the jungle. Yeah. I don't care. But they
0: they've done that in the past, right? Where they've. They've been set in other places. Like, I think there was one in New York. There was one in Rome.
1: Yeah, well, when they had uh, that guy, Prince Lorenzo or whatever, yeah. the whole thing was in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they don't Probably just do something.
0: Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, just do something new. Do something new. Love of God. Do something new. I mean, and they, they I mean, Ari's finale was new. They do stuff new, but, the, but then, like, there's one new thing in the whole season of... Right. ...of... Uh, recycled things. Have you been to Thailand?
1: No, I'm dying to go.
0: It's beautiful. I went to Thailand. It was great. It made me watching this, I was like, damn Thailand. I'm Thailand.
1: jealous of their travel, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was really great. Shout out to Thailand. Shout uh- out to Kerpa's band-aid. Yeah. She had a chin band aid for the whole episode. And they sh- they didn't explain it on the show, but they they released it ABC released a deleted scene where Kerpa, you know, she talked about she uh she was trying to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and she uh slipped on some wet rocks. And oh. had to get five stitches in her chin. Sad, kind of sad. It was funny. I mean, it was funny. Kerpa, that was, and that was another one. Kerpa hasn't really got much screen time because probably cool. She seems cool. Like she hasn't got much screen time because she's not like she's she has nothing with Colton. But um, I think she I think she's very popular in the house and she's funny. Mm-hmm. So she's another one who'll be be good on Paradise. Hannah B ate a bug when she didn't need to eat a bug.
1: You know, I I appreciate that gumption. I feel a bit bad. for- for the bug, it oh was yeah, unnecessarily sacrificed. sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Colton even
0: he pretended to eat a bug, and then mm-hmm. and then he was like, "You really ate the bug?" She's like,
1: "Yeah, I'm not a little bitch,
0: Colton." <laughs> <laughs> Scared of a snake peeing on him. Come on, man. <laughs> How you gonna be scared of a snake? Snakes are cool, man. I, they're super cool. I love snakes. I love snakes. Demi bringing back burgers and champagne for everyone. That was a that was a fun Demi moment. That's a Demi move. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole day, I don't know, it was just kind of silly.
1: I mean, it was just repetitive. We've seen it. Yeah, we've like, seen it. A already in this season. Yeah. this is we the second time the they're eating. The, right.
0: Yeah. Hannah has eat. She ate a fish eye. She ate a bug. Right. Right. We've seen it before. We've seen Hannah's survivalists. Really coming into We've her seen own.
1: survivalist stuff before. Yeah, she struggled with that fish eye, but now she's like, "Oh, you can, nothing can scare me." Yeah. I'm a weathered soldier.
0: Yeah. And Hannah B. Hannah B is <laughs> Hannah B is another one um once this drama like the the pageant drama is over, like she seems now she seems like she's kind of settled in. It's like a little more um a little more fun.
1: I think she's going to be top 6. Top 6? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about Cassie. Cassie had her you you have like the you know the 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 neutral face emoji. Mm-hmm. You look like that. I
1: just... mean, I don't know what to say about a person who spent their own time making out. I don't mind that. No. I it's thought good for it, was, her. it
0: was like uh, it was like finally something. Right. Yeah. And then when they talked, I was like, "Go back to making out. This is boring." <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> I can credit this tweet because I thought it was so good that I I I bookmarked it. Some Jen Camel. Shout out to Jen Camel. She tweeted this season of The Bachelor has managed to shame both virgins and people who aren't virgins anymore. And it's kind of an impressive feat, TBH, which I thought was funny. Because Cassie talked about, you know, she was like, I'm not a virgin. It's kind of hard. And, uh, you know, people are going to see, you know, my family and, you know, people from my community are going to see this. And they might judge me, you know, disclosing that she, a 23-year-old woman, has had sex before. Yeah. Um, But Cassie comes from a very, you know... Religious conservative mm-hmm. community.
1: That probably is gonna be hard. Yeah. It, but it, it the, the conversation just didn't it didn't really reflect that. It no. kind of seemed like she was saying to Colton like I hope you don't judge me for not being a virgin. Yeah. When he's like obviously not. Like obviously. we've been over this.
0: This is, this is just me. There
1: was yeah. There was We're a deeper point there. You yeah. know, which is like certain communities aren't gonna accept this. This mm. is gonna be hard. Which is fine. Yeah.
0: So she. It just we just found out. Or at least I just found out. I don't know. Um, That Cassie is on another reality show uh, for some Christian streaming website. Sort of a Laguna Beach knockoff. She's from, you know, beachfront California. Mm -hmm. And uh, called Young Once. And she has sort of an on and off boyfriend on the show. They did season one in 2016 where she had this boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then season two they just filmed... (laughs) And I get, it It doesn't sound like, it sounds like it's kind of their breakup. You know, he's trying to get her back and she's like, no, that's kind of the plot of season two. Is there going to be a season three? Uh, probably not. At least it won't be with Cassie.
1: Yeah, I was like, did she tank this entire show yeah. by going on? <laughs> but
0: she, Reality Steve said that she finished filming on that mm-hmm. um, two weeks before she went on The Bachelor, which is, I don't know, whatever. I think is whatever. Some people are probably like, scandalized but i'm like yeah she was doing this before yeah, something whatever. to do yeah something to do look we've all done stuff before Oh,
1: we've if all you want to be
0: <laughs> but it's like you know you want to be on uh nothing wrong with wanting to be on tv
1: which brings us to the Anya and nicole bullshit yeah
0: that was obnoxious
1: <laughs> okay so here okay so i've got a series of comments okay one, Colton gets dumped by lease and he's like, this just brings up my greatest fear, which is that maybe one out of these 30 women maybe doesn't want to marry me at the end um, and that they can exercise their will against me. And then it's like, okay, so then Taisha comes back and makes out with him in the wilderness and he has some asinine like conversation with her where he's like, no, like you doing that just really reaffirms your commitment to me and just really made me feel safe that like you won't pull in a lease. No, it doesn't. Did he say that? Bas- I mean, he didn't say Paul oh, and Elise, okay. but, he's, but it was like mm. the motivations on this show are so strange. Yeah. And like the the way people read into them. And this is what I also mean by like this factory made show. Like his reaction to getting dumped is the same reaction that they have every goddamn time that mm-hmm. happens. And it doesn't need to be. <sighs>
0: but do you think it should be sort of like a more neutral response?
1: No, it's just it's like, of course, somebody can break up with you. Mm-hmm. But it was midway through the show. Like, they, he doesn't know what his connection was with, with Elise. Mm-hmm. And her leaving didn't indicate anything except that she was honest about what she could commit to. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't commit to the rest of the show. Great. So it's not really a legitimate fear. And then giving, like, doling out this, like, like, Tasha pulling him and making out with him doesn't indicate anything except that she wants to further her relationship mm. with him in some way. Yeah. Could be for airtime, could be because she likes Colton, doesn't matter. But it's just, like, these platitudes that constantly get passed out on the show, they just don't make any sense and it's frustrating. So, anyways, then when you have Nicole being like, I'm on the show to get out of Miami, I'm like, cool. Yeah. Do it.
0: And she didn't even say that, it turns out. She said, you know, it's if you get an opportunity, take it. Which is like, yeah, if you get an opportunity, take it. That's also,
1: leaving Miami and dating Colton are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. In fact, they're probably pretty compatible. And
0: you should leave Miami. Miami is sinking into the
1: ocean. <sighs> it's not going to be there. Yeah. It's just like it's such a dumb, dumb plot line when in the age of Instagram... On a show where only one person can win, we still have to have this whole, like, drama about some people not being there yeah. completely wholeheartedly for Colton. You can do both. Yeah. And also, he's not that cool. <laughs> so yeah. go get your Instagram followers, get out of Florida, and stop arguing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I kind of, I think Colton, Colton is, you know, insecure, and he wants everyone to like him. So I think when people, I do think that is, like, a real fear for him, that people are not, here for him because he wants everyone to love him.
1: He's not here for Nicole though, so just let yeah. her be her. Yeah, you know this doesn't have to turn up. Like doesn't have to blow up into anything. And also no. these people making value judgments like she doesn't deserve your love. How do you know that? Who she, said that? Uh, they've said it like four times throughout the season. You can be a dick to one person and still be a great match for yeah. the lead. So yeah. just let them have their connection and move on. Yeah, but that's um, my <laughs> yeah, that's my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, it seemed like they were setting up for a, this is, was going to go to a two-on-one, but Rob Mills, you yeah. know, ABC uh, reality executive, he was just on um, Juliette Littman's podcast and said, there's no two-on-one this season. Oh, okay. Which is, that's, that's a change. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but it's like, right, so, I mean, because there's nothing worse than a forced two-on-one. Mm-hmm, right. So he's, th- he's
1: not interested in either of these girls. No. So. Yeah.
0: Why I bother? I hope they just go home. So we got it, yeah. So it ended with a uh, cliffhanger. So then, after Anyeka was confronted with the truth, she was just like, whatever, Nicole cries every day. Uh, <laughs> she, as, right, she was like, I'm not a bully. Nicole's just a psycho.
1: I know, it was yeah, great. It was really An- funny. Another time, Nicole's like, You're spreading rumors about me. She goes, No, I'm not. I literally just heard something from someone else and passed it on. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, right, yeah, she's just like, uh, yeah, I just I just don't like her, you know. Right. Onyeka. Doesn't seem very nice? No. Oh, well. All right. We're going to go to a break, and we're going to play a game when we come back. We're going to play Bachelor Sports Trivia. You know, it was the Super Bowl this week. Remember?
1: Yeah. I don't I remember,
0: a- but it happened. <laughs> but before that, I want to give a shout out to the meme account. Bachelor Clues.
1: Oh, it's my favorite account on Instagram. I don't know who that is. They just
0: followed me on Instagram. I was like, this is so funny.
1: Every time Bachelor Clues likes one of my photos, I feel good about myself. <laughs> I like I did something right today.
0: Yeah. So Bachelor Clues, they're just like these very weird, they're just these weird memes about The Bachelor and yeah. they they have this very like kind of sickly color scheme. They have a very unique look and they're funny, man.
1: Yeah, they're funny as hell.
0: The, the, the,
1: <laughs> every time Chris Harrison is in the water <laughs> those are my favorite Yeah.
0: what well, was the, the this morning they posted one that was uh, it was like a gold a t- gold Buddha statue like from uh-huh. Thailand with uh, Chris Harrison's face superposed He <laughs> and it said worship me <laughs> really really good stuff the fantasy sweet ones are amazing yeah. too so so just wait for that big fan of Bachelor Clues follow Bachelor Clues we'll be back with a game in a moment alright Jacqueline you ready to play some Bachelor Sports Trivia? Yes. <laughs> it's not. You don't have to. It's it's more Bachelor than sports. No, that's good. Do you like sports? I like football. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes. It was kind of boring.
1: It was really boring.
0: I mean, Maroon Five is your favorite band, though, right?
1: <laughs> uh, I actually do like Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you ready? Yeah. So, other than Colton, which Bachelor was an NFL player?
1: I don't know. Someone this... from the past? Yes, from, from the, the past, distant past. Jake.
0: No. I don't know. It was Jesse Palmer.
1: Oh, day name. Okay. Who
0: played quarterback for the New York Giants. Wow. From, yeah, from 2001 to 2004 and actually started games. He was usually, mostly a backup, but he actually, um, he was a real football player.
1: You know, apparently they asked F.P. Sant'Angelo back in the day, who was hmm. an MLB baseball, yeah, obviously baseball mm-hmm. player, now yeah. a sports broadcaster. Uh, yeah, He's dating my good friend, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so there was a time when they were really going after yeah. athletes.
0: I think it would be, I think they should do it. I think they should, like. I think it would be kind of cool if they got, like, a, like a famous athlete to do it.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, anyone.
0: Derek Jeter. <laughs> that would be good. Derek Jeter in his prime, though. They would have to go back in time to, like, 2000. No, I want an, aged, like an aged bachelor. In the Yeah Jeets era. So Jesse Palmer actually has probably had the most successful post-bachelor career of anybody. Oh, He's a correspondent on, uh, like, Good Morning America and
1: stuff. Isn't he the, uh, the face of the proposal? Yeah, was the proposal. proposal too. Yeah, yeah well, I I'm, I hope he's proud of that that work. <laughs> okay, bonus. Yeah.
0: Who was the other NFL player uh, on Becca's season?
1: Oh, um, the the guy dating Angela. Yeah. Why am I blanking his name? It starts with a C, right? Yes, Clay. Clay. Okay. Clay Harbor. Yeah.
0: Who also had a successful uh, NFL career?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, played from 2010 to
1: 2017.
0: Hmm, nice. Yeah, and. Uh, but suffered what was almost certainly a career-ending injury on The Bachelorette, which Aww. honestly is what its one of the weirdest things that I think has ever happened on this show. Yeah, where they were playing touch football, uh-huh. and he somehow <laughs> hurt his wrist and like required surgery.
1: Yeah, he
0: like he left the show because he needed to get surgery on his wrist if he was ever going to play football again. But like, if you he, so he was kind of out of the league by that point. And he's still out. Like, he's not going to come back in. Because if you're, like, watching, if you're, like, a scout or whatever. Right. And you're watching The <laughs> Bachelorette, you're going to be like, oh, this guy's got, he's got a glass wrist.
1: That's such a shame.
0: What a shame. At but he's still got okay. a hot chick. Yeah. yeah, he's doing okay. Did you meet Angela?
1: Yeah, yeah. But, for, I mean, I was on Paradise for yeah. the blink of an eye, so I met her. She seemed nice. Yeah,
0: okay. So Jordan Rodgers is the brother of which two-time NFL MVP? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. a a Ron Rodgers, <laughs> as they called him on Key and Peele. Um, but they're estranged. Yes. Apparently, Aaron didn't even call his mother. This is according to Jordan Twitter. Aaron didn't even call his mother when her home was threatened in the Northern California wildfire wow. last year. How do you feel about posting family arguments on social media? Uh,
1: like, <laughs> I would have to say that's pretty tacky. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jordan Rogers, Handsome guy. <laughs> um, Who is the least athletic bachelor? Most of them have been athletes of some sort.
1: I don't think Ari's very athletic, but he is a race car driver, so yes. that counts as well. Ari sports. does
0: not count because okay. Ari ben Higgins, does maybe? sports. No, Ben Higgins was a college Prince Lorenzo, high school football player.
1: I don't know any of the old ones.
0: Well, it was Matt Grant.
1: Uh, yeah, I've never heard of him. From
0: 2008. That. And he is the least athletic bachelor because he's British. <laughs> I don't know anything about Matt Grant other than he's British.
1: Probably good at cricket. Cricket. Cricket.
0: <laughs> Does cricket require athleticism? Yeah, it's a sport. It's a sport.
1: Does race car driving? So require? I'm just. Yeah,
0: it requires cat-like reflexes. All right, fine and control. But yeah, so I'm just I'm just uh, stereotyping, just making cruel British stereotypes. <laughs> and what is Chris Harrison's favorite sport? Golf. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What was the – didn't Chris Harrison give you a restaurant recommendation at a golf course?
1: I'm pretty sure that every restaurant he goes to is on a golf course or on a marina. <laughs> He's
0: a golf course and marina sort of guy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Steakhouse.
0: Steakhouse. I mean, I like to go to a steakhouse. But it's
1: like one of those places where the menu items are all the same. Like they're they're the same as every other mm-hmm. steakhouse on a marina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that's Bachelor Sports Trivia. There's one piece of news that we have to address.
1: Okay. Becca had a baby girl. She wanted an Aquarius baby. That's cute. I know, and Aww. it was it was due to be, a, I think, a Capricorn baby. So. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Becca, on your baby Aquarius. Yeah. So
0: baby girl, they have not, they don't have a name yet. Oh, okay. She gave birth at home, I think, in a in a tub. <laughs>
1: because, that's Becca. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: our producer Uh Aliza, she texted me during the episode last night that Becca had given birth and I was distracted for a little bit because that was more exciting.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it was definitely more exciting than what we were watching last night. Yeah. Um, But also awesome. Yeah. Genuinely exciting. She's going to be a fun mom. She's going to be a fun mom.
0: So text her congratulations from TV Guide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I just want to plug it again. We're doing Q&A tomorrow. We're going to do more Q&A next week. Send us your questions. Send us your questions. We love questions. I
1: promise I won't be as curmudgeonly as I am today.
0: I mean, be curmudgeonly. Just do you. (laughs) Do you. So this has been a beautiful podcast of Fall in Love. I'm Liam Matthews. Uh, I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this TV Guide podcast. Check us out at tvguide.com for the latest news, recommendations, and stories fans truly want. And if you're loving this content, follow us on social media at TV Guide and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide.